to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. As you know, we're in our Holy Ghost week. How many of you are enjoying the Holy Ghost week so far? On, on Monday, we talked about the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then on Tuesday, we went further into the attributes of the person of the Spirit. And today, we'll go further. We've been having a Holy Ghost week, and we are paying special emphasis to the ministry and the person of the Holy Spirit. And so, I want just to give a few attributes that I want us to focus on for today. And and then we can go ahead. Okay, so what do I want us to understand? The Holy Spirit is I'm loving how you're all with your pens. Like, what is he about to say? The Holy Spirit is the one who manifests the realities of God. He's the one who manifests the realities of God that you may have a knowing of them. Okay? I will... I'll I'll take some time to explain this. That you may know them beyond knowing. Ephesians chapter number 3, verse 16. This should be a memory verse, right? This is talking about being what? Strengthened with might in the inner man. So that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Let's continue. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love uh-huh, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height. If I'm not mistaken, didn't God give us a song about this verse during establishment physical class, right? I just don't remember it at all. What that scripture is simply showing us is there is a level of knowledge which is higher than head knowledge. It's higher than empirical scientific knowledge. It's an interaction that you can only have in the inner man. Because in the English, we may use the word knowledge, but in the Greek, you'll find different words. 
For example, the knowledge that we do in school, you find it as gnosis, where we get diagnosis. So it's knowledge that it, it, it must come as head knowledge. But then there's also what is called idol. Idol is where you have an awareness. And then we've got epignosis. This is where you've got an interaction with this thing. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Praise God. Imagine somebody brought you a package in a gift basket. At that point, the only knowledge you have is that you've got a package. Then if they opened it and you discovered it's an iPhone Pro Max, is there something like that? iPhone Pro Max 11 or something like that. I'm not really a phone person. Then at that point, you've become aware of it. You've become idle of it. Now, if you are like me, who's never really interacted with an iPhone, then you may not really be very familiar with each other. But then as time goes by and you interact with it, you find it to be unlocking by looking at your face, meaning you've now come to some form of epignosis with it. So the Holy Spirit comes to bring us to a place where our knowledge of God is not just head knowledge. It's experiential knowledge. It's real-time knowledge. It's interactive knowledge. Praise God. Praise God. And there is no need for us to settle for less. Eh? So I'll give you an example. Is there somebody in this place who um, you've always wanted to greet me personally, but you've never gotten the opportunity to? Raise your hand. No, 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 not thief. You've always wanted to greet me personally? Come. Feel free. You should have given her a mic. Okay. What's your name? The, the name Florence in this church. Come, 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 come. <laughs> it trends. The names in this church that trend a lot. Florence, Natasha. Ah, <laughs> I'm the one who checks the records. Grace. <laughs> and the Graces are all interesting. So your name is Florence. <laughs> How long have you been coming here? This is my first, my first day. It's your first day. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. And how did you know about us? Cindy is my friend. Oh. I always see you on Cindy's status. Sometimes I do follow some. So you've seen me on statuses and the like, right? Yes, and sometimes I'll follow certain programs on on On, her on Facebook. She, yeah, and she puts an, an, um, the link. Okay. So meaning we've interacted so far in the context of the links and all that kind of stuff. And guess what? I now know your name. You're Florence. Thank you. So, it means if you are to see me somewhere now, you can say hi. And I won't give you the hi, I just give strangers. Because we'd have known each other, right? Sure. And if we were to sit in the office, we'd even know each other a bit more. 
Now, you, you don't, do you know why I use this example? There are so many people who are just settling for a picture of God. They're just settling for a status of God. They're just, they've just settled for the Zoom link of God. And yet the Holy Spirit has come that they can have a personal interaction with him. Interesting, eh? Powerful. Powerful, eh? You see why Cindy always invited you now. Okay, you can take a seat. <laughs> Praise God. Now, what am I trying to say? It's by the Holy Spirit that we get to know God. We get to experience the reality. So, I, I gave that background so that you should, as I'm saying these things, you shouldn't see them as head knowledge, but see them as experiential knowledge. Praise God. First Corinthians. Chapter number 2, verse 12. Let's start from verse 9. But as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the mind of a man what God has prepared for those who love him. Next verse. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Hold on. So that means your future, your destiny, your glory doesn't have to be a mystery. God, do you know that God ordained wisdom which is for your glory? Like there's a particular wisdom you must follow which is for your glory. I'll give you an example. Uh, those in my board know that there was a time I had a dream and God told me 10 things that I must do to be successful in ministry. Do you remember? That one of them was use social media. Majority of people who know us knew us through someone who knew us through someone who knew us through social media. So every time I would see someone posting about social media is a fake world, I would hide it and unfollow them. <laughs> because I was told something else. I was told I would find real people there. And all the countries that I've traveled to, South Africa, Kenya, Zimbabwe, China, to go and preach, they all knew me through social media. So, the thousands of books we have sold, we've never used a bookstore. We just posted a status. <laughs> and you find that may be part of the wisdom for my glory, but then for you it may be a bit different. And I'm not joking. Look, look at... 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. We're still in chapter 2. If you have to read the argument from verse 7. Look at verse 7. His presence within me. I pray, may God reveal to you the wisdom for your glory. Do we have verse 7? Yeah, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Okay, back to verse 10. God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So the spirit can also share with you the deep things of God. This morning, um, both my wife and I had prophetic dreams. I'm telling you. And I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
why has that point excited people a lot? Even when I was with, even when I was with Pastor Daniel, we would both wake up to prophetic dreams when we were living together. Why aren't you excited about that as well? <laughs> but I'm just saying, we both woke up to prophetic dreams. And God was just clearly giving us direction on a few matters. And that's the way it is. He wants you to have a vital relationship, an active one. One where you're not just depending on what was said in 2002, but where you've got a vital, where you can solve practical issues. I hope you're hearing me. And he's willing to reveal even the deep things. And then he says something else in the next verse. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? So he gives a comparison to we on earth. And I'll tell you something. If there is any person in this place who's got an issue with jealousy, you know it. Whether you ignore it, whether you... You can fool the whole world deep inside. Only you know whether when you're saying congratulations. <laughs> it's really congratulations or as you want that job. In terms of question. And you know what? The more you are alive to yourself in terms of your, your, your human spirit, the more you'll be able to exercise things like self-control, and the more you can also grow spiritually. I'll be honest with you. Like for me, the moments where I've felt jealous, I've known it. Like you can't run away from yourself. I've known it. I've even known, okay, that guy had a bigger meeting than me. <laughs> even though I'm pressing like. <laughs> Find you struggle to have a meeting, and that guy just told you, it was so easy for me. I just woke up. And I just said, I'm having a meeting. And I had a hundred partners immediately sending in money. You sold your phone for a meeting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, we know ourselves. Now, I'm using that point to mention that. That's why it's very easy for you to purge yourself. That's why even in the New Testament, when it comes to issues of holiness and the like, you notice that the responsibility is given to you. Because you can easily detect something foreign inside. You can detect envy. You can detect insecurity. You can detect anger. You can detect hatred. You can. And when you learn to detect it quickly and deal with it, you'll be maturing as a believer. Right? But now, the same way you can easily detect those things about yourself, which even other people may not be able to tell. I've spoken on platforms before, and I was nervous and no one could tell but between me and myself i knew <laughs> i knew and everyone's like you're such a confident speaker I, I remember when i was defending my thesis uh for my masters when i was done speaking they were like you know what you would make a very good preacher i'm just looking at them like if only i'm like you don't say <laughs> Like, I'll think about it, eh? I was nervous. But for me, when I'm nervous, it manifests in overconfidence. That's just the, that's the way I am. So, my point is, but deep inside, I knew myself. Now, in the same way, that's the way the Spirit of God knows God. He searches. 
Imagine, he's able to say, oh, the database, who do you want? Oh, Django. Let's check. This is what we know. That's why the manifestation of the Spirit can be a word of knowledge where he reveals to someone knowledge about something else. He's just searching his database. And guess what? For him, it doesn't just end with knowledge about your present and your past. He can give a word of wisdom, which is where he gives you solutions to an issue. He gives you something practical that you can work with. He gives you a way forward. And you may be listening to me right now, and perhaps there are certain areas you feel stuck, or there are certain areas you just don't know your next move. And we've counseled you, we've advised you, we've told you it is well. But let me tell you something. There is a place that is greater than it is well. I don't know if you're hearing me. <laughs> there is somebody who's a chief connector. There is a place where you've exhausted your phone book. You've exhausted your connections. Then there is the big connector himself. Praise God. And, and he's got amazing ways of doing things. Sometimes he'll just shock you. Sometimes he'll just shock you. Uh, who remembers that WIM conference where we just announced the conference and a week later, someone brought us the entire budget without knowing what the budget was. Like they literally brought the entire budget up to 90 kwacha, like the entire budget. Then the next one... <laughs> We're like, okay, any time now. <laughs> we even texted them, hi, I just want to tell you what happened in a conference. Nothing. But guess what? He gives you another practical solution. I'm just saying, he's, he's that amazing. So, don't neglect that aspect of fellowship with him. Don't neglect that. Let's continue with this verse. Uh-huh. Now we have received. Say, I have received. Say, I have, I have received. You see, the Spirit of God has been poured. Our duty is to receive. The, it says, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that, he has, that have been freely given to us by God. So many, it's one thing to read Isaiah 53, by his stripes we are healed. It's another thing for the Spirit of God to reveal that, to make it known to you, to, to bring you to a place of interaction with it, where it literally becomes you. Where it's as good as your name. Like you know it. You know it. Praise God. Yeah. You know, on a few occasions, I've had people coming to me and saying, Pastor, um, may I think your church, uh, ABCD, and they've told me your church, uh, the way put dress and the like, I think it's just for... Uh, it, it, I think it looks like it's full of wealthy people. I never refuse. I'll just sit and like... Hold on. Hold on. I never... I, I'll just sit and be like, you know what, you're right. Like, even if that day 100 people have texted me with financial issues, I'll say, you know what, you're right. And then I'll tell them, that's why God brought you. He wants you to be among us. And... And I'll tell you why. 
reason is because wealth for me has been revealed by the Spirit of God. I, I know what I'm talking about. I, the problem is that one day I read. That was, that was a, I read one day and then I found where it was written that we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians 8, 9. It says, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who, although being rich, he became poor, so that for our sakes, we might become rich. And then I realized it wasn't spiritual poverty. He didn't become spiritually poor. So it wasn't about being spiritually rich. This context. And then I thought to myself, if I can believe he became sin so that I can be righteous. Okay. I believe he became a curse so that I can be blessed. Okay. Then why can't I believe it with as much vigor? So if you've observed any song that I sing, if it's got the word poor, I skip. Or I change the word. I've refused. My assignment is too big. It can't, it can't, it can't work like that. <laughs> let's, let's continue. I would have said other things, but other people are not yet ready. Praise God. Verse, so, I want us to see 1 Corinthians. Oh my, I want us to pray. So let's, let's look at the next verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The reason I shared those verses is because I want us to know that the Holy Spirit has been given the, the assignment to manifest. And 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. God doesn't have to remain a photo in your life. You can actually get to experience his manifestation. Maybe let's start from verse 5 for purposes of context. Have you ever touched something you dreamt of? I don't know if you're hearing me. Have you ever touched something where you interact with something that was but a promise? Who's ever interacted with a promise before? I'll give you an example. For example, you touch your degree. Like you physically touch it. And then you remember all those assignments. You remember all those late nights. You remember the time you felt you were going through a lot. Like there was a day you just sat. Do my parents love me? <laughs> Sending me to school. <laughs> Praise God. You're interacting with something that... Now imagine how Jesus feels when he sees us Fellowshipping with the Spirit. And then he remembers, he remembers the beatings. Like, okay, yeah. This was what it was about. Now, there are differences of ministries or administrations, but the same Lord. Next verse. There are diversities of activities or operations. I'm just using two different versions. But it's the same God who works all in all. So from this, you get to see that the Father is the operator, and then the Son is the administrator. That's why even when you read Ephesians 4.11, you observe that the son gifts, gave gifts to men. He, he administrated them. Like, oh, these will be apostles, these will be prophets, these will be pastors. You observe that. But then look at the next verse. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. It says the manifestation. You observe that the Holy Spirit is the one who manifests that's his assignment he manifests he he's the one that manifests 
when the word became flesh, how did the word became, become flesh? Mary is over there and um, she's, you know, she's, I don't know what she was doing. In, in movies, they always show like she was washing plates and the like, or she was sweeping. Guys, let's have another movie. Let her be doing something else. I, 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 yeah. So, Mary's over there and uh, she's uh, counting money. <laughs> okay. So, she's counting money for the wedding and, or just for other activities. She was a virtuous woman. So, she, yeah. And as she's doing that, the angel came and the angel said, Hail Mary, right? That's how he greeted her, because since hail means greetings in KJV language. So the angel says, hail Mary. And then Mary says all the things she's supposed to say. And then the angel says, look, you're going to have a child. And she says, how will this be so since I'm still a virgin? I don't know a man. Says, there's somebody else you're going to know. Think about it. When Adam knew Eve, she conceived. When Mary knew the Holy Ghost, she conceived. And, and, and that's why there is no moment with the Holy Spirit that does not birth something. And, and when you look at conception, it's all about the manifestation. It's, it's, it's a manifestation. And so the angel says, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. So even for the word to become flesh, the Holy Ghost manifested. Praise God. Such at the moment that was done, suddenly there was such a manifestation in her that when she meets Elizabeth, the child in Elizabeth's womb did a somersault. <laughs> Praise God. Mary, did you know? Anyways. So he's the one that manifests. He's the one that manifest. Do you know that even when Jesus resurrected, the disciples needed the Holy Spirit to hear him? That sounds a bit strange, right? Acts 1. How do you think you're going to hear a voice that sounds like many waters? Do you know the resurrected king? <laughs> Some of these things we say, no, no, when we see him, it will depend on how he manifests that day. <laughs> That same day, some will mourn. These things we say when we see him, we'll go jump on his leg. It just depends. You find we've all told each other these things. Then we see him, boom, everyone drops as though dead. <laughs> and then he says, fear not. I'm the first and the last. <laughs> okay. The former account I made of Theophilus of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. So there were the doings of Jesus and the teachings of Jesus. Important to know both. Next verse. <laughs> Until the day which he was taken up after, read that together. <laughs> Have you observed that the Holy Spirit was involved in that interaction? You, you probably never saw that before, eh? How else do you think we were going to interact with the resurrected Jesus if the Holy Spirit was not helping? So after he threw, the Holy Spirit had given commandments. 
So you observe that the Holy Spirit is the one who manifests. And a few things we must note that he manifests. I'll just mention a few. Number one, he's the one who's been sent to quench the thirst of man. He's the one who quenches the thirst of man. We've read John 4. We've talked about the woman at the well. Read verse 13. John 4. Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. Uh-huh. But whoever drinks the water I shall give him will never thirst. But the water I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up to everlasting life. I've learned that there are certain things you should never thirst for again. I give examples of some things you should never thirst for again. Validation. Allow the Spirit of God to feel certain. Another thing you should never search for. Love. Like when you're just searching for it, searching for it. You'll find it. You, you, you might find a replica of it in a very unfortunate place. People, people do so much to be accepted. I've seen it with my own eyes. People do so much to be accepted. People would be willing to die to be accepted. Just for someone to say, we're proud of you. <laughs> and throw bottles of like alcohol to the ground in commemoration of your name. I know what I'm talking about. Then look at John 7 and verse 37. The day Jesus proved he was very Pentecostal. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood in the Frederified version without a microphone, no lapel, and cried out. He shouted and he said, imagine this, like it's a feast and everyone is so busy that you can imagine the noise in the place and Jesus just goes and he shouts, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Next verse. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Next verse. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So he was speaking concerning the Spirit. He's the one who quenches the thirst of men. We don't have to search again. We don't have to look far and wide. I was talking to somebody today and they were telling me, ah, things have just been off between me and God. Like, things have just been off. And I was telling them, you can go fix it with a conversation. Imagine, like, one conversation, you can go on your knees right now and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit will convey the presence of God there. Let me just show you one verse, maybe for the sake of context. I would have told you other things that he manifests, but maybe Thursday. 
I just want to show you one thing because this is the part that for me changed it all for me. The verse that um, Deacon Michael quoted, anyway, if you want to get on a taxi, just ask Michael. <laughs> hey, I can only imagine the look on that woman's face. Like, who are you? <laughs> Why didn't you reply? That which is born of God <laughs> has overcome the world. Hey. And then afterwards you put afterwards you get to my shades and put on the shades and then say, the wind bloweth wherever it wishes. <laughs> and no one asks, what is it or where is it going? So is he who's born of the spirit. Hey! Somebody say, I will never lose my dance. What was I supposed to say? Verse. Seven, I will never lose my song. I will sing it every day. I will never lose my song. Big finish. I will sing it you've noticed all the people in the praise team they're all good they all like big finishes the song has finished the drama has put the sticks down then i say oh, guys we're done and the praise is like, okay now that's my cue <laughs> everyone is crying <laughs> take all the praise <laughs> and then somehow the voice sounds better in that <laughs> okay we are in what? John 16, verse 7. <laughs> Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. I want you to understand this. Jesus had to go. As long as he was on earth in this moment and in that state, he was the only begotten. But remember, he wanted to become the firstborn among many. And to experience Jesus, you would have had to travel to Israel. Now, just an air ticket to Livingston. <laughs> or an air ticket to Malawi. Plus hotel bills. If just going to see certain men of God, it's not like I can just wake up today and say, okay, today, I'll just go meet Pastor Benny here. Like, I'll just like, go there and say, hi, I've come to see you. Just, just, just to meet them. Yeah, me. No one can just wake up and decide to meet me. <laughs> Imagine that. Because you can only meet one person at a time. And yet, how would it have been? And then worse off, after everyone hearing the story about touching the hem of his garment. My goodness, what kind of garment would he have had to wear? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Imagine would have all been flocking to Israel. But then he says, it's better for you that I go. And the interesting thing when you read the book of Acts is because Satan doesn't, he doesn't know the plans of God. Satan tries to disturb. He just tries to cause as much confusion because he doesn't know the plans of God over your life. Don't think he does. He can have ideas of it, but he doesn't know it. And so Satan, because of that, organizes people and the powers of darkness, if you read in context in Matthew. And they thought they were getting rid of Jesus. Then Satan had the shock of his life. He appeared over there. Praise God. I'm sure we all know what he's saying, right? He grabbed Satan and said, is this your king? To all of them. And then, on earth, the Pharisees were having a ball. The church was quiet. They were people, they thought they were scattered, not knowing that the hair began to grow again. So anyway, <laughs> so the church is over there in an upper room. And then the Holy Ghost came. And the whole town heard. Now, here was the trouble for the Pharisees. They thought they had gotten rid of one. Then they had 120 to do. Like, imagine, you think you've gotten rid of one. And then there are 120. And then you start, okay, let's touch that one, touch that one. And then wherever they are going, they are turning cities around. And then now we are millions. We are billions, literally. Now we are billions. What am I trying to say? The aim of Jesus in Luke chapter 10, have you observed when he was training them, he told them only preach in Israel. But look at Acts. In Acts 1, he tells them in verse 5, John baptized in water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Verse 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you'll be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So God's desire was not necessary for everyone to go to Jerusalem. No, his desire was that you can be as far as Pau Pau New Guinea. And at the same time, there is another person in Venezuela. At the same time, there's somebody else in Kazakhstan. And on this side, there's somebody in Chivolia. And on this other side, there's somebody in Accra of Ghana, another one in Cairo of Egypt, another one in Mogadishu of Madagascar. And everyone can lift up their hands and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. And then because the Holy Spirit is everywhere, he conveys the presence of God. And everyone has 24-hour access to him. And we can learn something from the gifts of the Spirit. Look at verse 7. It says, the manifestation of the Spirit, or 1 Corinthians 12, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Now, I know this context is the gifts, but I've learned it shows how the Spirit manifests. Look at this. It says, uh-huh, next verse. To one is given word of wisdom through the Spirit, another word of knowledge through the same Spirit. Next to another faith by the same spirit, to another gift of healings by the same spirit. It's gifts of healings, by the way. It's not gift of healing. You understand why on Sunday. Next verse. 
to another the workings of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Next verse. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Something interesting about the way his manifestation is, is that we can have the same spirit manifesting different things to different people. So in this atmosphere, another one can be experiencing Jesus the healer. Someone else is experiencing Jesus the comforter. Another one is experiencing Jesus the one who quenches thirst. Another one is experiencing Jesus, the one who heals heartbreaks. Another one is experiencing, I hope you're taking me seriously. Didn't he say I've come to heal the brokenhearted? Uh, there are people who need the ministration of Jesus, the one who heals heartbreaks right now. It didn't work. <laughs> Praise God. It didn't work. You don't ask a child that, why are you crying? This, this, this. First you help them with their wound. Then you tell them, don't go to the fire again. Praise God. So others may be needing that. Don't be ashamed if you need that. You may be ashamed to tell me. Don't be ashamed to tell Jesus. Don't be ashamed. Be yourself with him. That's going where there's an Afikalipa. For those who didn't understand what I was saying, I was saying that a person should be able to pray to God and say, um, God, it's hurting a little bit, so uh, when I find the guy, I might hit him. That, that's what I meant. <laughs> I'm just saying, someone may be experiencing that. Another one may be experiencing Jesus, the one who gives power to make wealth. Another one may be, <laughs> you seem to like that one. But that's the thing. And that's why when you come for a COL meeting and we say, let's acknowledge the presence of the Spirit, we don't take that moment lightly. We don't take that lightly. So when Jesus was saying, if two or three gather in my name, I will be with you. How is he with us? By the Spirit. No wonder, no wonder the benediction goes, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of the Father, and the fellowship, the communion, the intimate friendship of the Spirit be with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will continue tomorrow on Zoom. Let's have a few minutes to pray. Okay. I don't want, we'll have a few minutes, and I don't really want to control your prayer session. I want you to interact with him the way you need to right now. Others just need to tell him, Lord, I need a plan. I don't have a plan for my life. Who's, ever, who's like me? Wait, I, I don't know. <laughs> who's like me who's ever gone for like a meeting and like the speaker is speaking and the way they are talking, like, like you should have your life. Or, and then you realize, you sit and ask, do I have a plan in life? Like, <laughs> who's ever been there? <laughs> like they tell you how structured they are. How they have a division from the age of four. And... <laughs> no, I, I'm, not, I'm not joking. And how, how they started like a chicken business with just chicken feed. One feed of chicken. And, and they started a chicken business. <laughs> and they started a money lending company with 50 kwacha. And you're like, do I have a plan in life? 
you have an opportunity to talk to the spirit. <laughs> Praise God. So I want you to just talk to him in your own space. You can call him Jesus. You can call him Father. You can call him Comforter. He is the manifestation of God to you. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge your presence in my life. You are my direction. You are my direction. As you keep talking to him, I'm reminded of something. If you've ever used GPS on a car, sometimes the GPS may not tell you the next 15 steps. It may just tell you the next step. But you trust that after the next step, the next one will come. And then the next one will come. You may not have it all figured out today. But sometimes all you need is just that one word from the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I acknowledge your presence. I acknowledge your presence. I acknowledge you in my life. I acknowledge you in my heart. I acknowledge you, Spirit of the living God. Precious Holy Spirit. Precious, precious, precious Holy Spirit. I acknowledge that you have a voice. I acknowledge that you communicate. I acknowledge that you are the one who manifests the realities of the kingdom to me. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. Oh, Shakura Mastatia, Aliete Lebehes, Mahas. It's my relationship with you. Shakula Mastata Kalebeke, Sotodododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododododod